Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick. I'm the owner and head coach at Straight Shot Training. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. I also want to take a second to also thank the current members of Straight Shot Training. You all have been absolutely killing the workouts the past two weeks, and I'm excited to hear from all of you about how your workouts go this week. This is week three of the Straight Shot Training program. If you'd like to join in with the Straight Shot Training program, you can check out straightshottraining.com. You'll see everything there that you get with a subscription. You can also check us out on Instagram at Straight Shot Training and see the kinds of things that you do when you do the Straight Shot Training program. Today, we are going to be talking about meal prepping. I'm actually going to introduce meal prepping because there's so much that you could talk about with it that we're just going to get into it a little bit, kind of like a macro view. Um, No pun intended when I say macro view, uh, meaning macronutrients, but we're just going to get into the surface of meal prepping. And the reason why I want to do this is that doesn't matter what your training goals are, the foundation of your health when it comes to health and fitness is your nutrition the things that you put into your body it's so much more important than the hour that you spend in the gym if you spend an hour in the gym or two hours in the gym and your diet is absolutely horrible outside of it you're really not doing yourself any favors when it comes to body composition or uh, your level of body fat versus how much muscle you have but also it's just not great for your overall health and longevity so Whatever your training goals are, the basis is going to be caloric management. If you want to lose weight, you need to eat less than you're burning. If you want to gain muscle, you need to eat more than you're burning so your body has some building blocks to build muscle with. If you want to maintain your weight and just fuel your performance so you perform better in the gym, you can run faster, lift more, something like that, you still need to eat the exact amount of calories that you need based off of what you're burning in the gym or out in life depending on what your performance goals are. So this science of gaining, losing, or maintaining weight is simple, but it's not easy. And I'm going to give credit to my friend John, who's a strongman competitor, for giving me that quote. He said, losing weight is simple, but man, it's not easy. And it couldn't be more true. The science of caloric management is very simple. It's you have to balance out the calories in the direction that you want to go. But It's difficult to do with how busy we are today and with all of the confusing stuff that's out there on the internet, like we talked about in our last episode with confusion when it comes to biomechanics, how your body moves. There's also a lot of confusion when it comes to the way people eat. Uh, So we'll get into the calories, uh, caloric management, fat loss, muscle gain. We'll do that in future episodes. But today, I just want to focus on meal prepping. Meal prepping is cooking and preparing your food for the week on one day so you can eat it throughout the week. The reason why I'm starting with meal prepping and not with caloric management or fat loss or muscle gain is twofold. One, my straight shot subscribers already know what their calories are because of all the equations that we use as coaches to help our clients find their total daily energy expenditure or how many calories they're burning. We sent all of those equations to the straight shot participants so that they could figure out their calories right off the bat. If you want those numbers and some guidance with setting those up, that's what our Facebook group is for. Uh, That's for our members. If you need help with that, definitely hit me up in that Facebook group if you're a member. If you're not a member, let's get you signed up and then we can get you those numbers and help you figure out what you should be eating there. The second reason I'm starting with meal prepping is that even if you don't know what your numbers are or if you're not really 
ready to start counting stuff like that. Prepping your food helps you know exactly what's going into your body and helps you keep from making bad decisions like ordering food out, skipping meals, gorging at other meals, taking in empty calories, mindless snacking, uh, not eating all day and then eating a ton at night. So it helps you manage those calories but not eating too much. But also, if you're trying to gain muscle, and that's your goal, it helps you make sure you're eating enough food by, because you're prepping all this food. You know you have it on hand. You know what you have to eat. So even if you're trying to gain weight, meal prepping can help you just because you're planning. You're planning out what you're going to eat, and you make sure you eat all those meals so you get all those calories that you need to get in order to gain muscle. So... Without further hesitation, here is your intro to meal prepping. First, grocery shopping. People think eating healthy is expensive. If you compare it to eating out, it really isn't. So don't be afraid when you see your grocery bill. But it would be a good idea to make a budget for yourself to make sure that uh, you're able to sustain the diet that you are currently on financially. So we're going to start by making a plan of what you're going to make for the week or what you want to eat for the week or what's feasible for you to, to make in one day and eat throughout the rest of the week. And then we're going to make a grocery list based off of that. Because if you know, well, I think I want to eat chicken and maybe some rice and maybe some fruits and vegetables, well, you still need to have a plan of that and you need to know how much of each ingredient to get. So let's make that grocery list first. After you've made that plan, uh, put kind of put that all together into one piece. It's making your plan, making your grocery list. Then we head out and we're shopping. I typically hit two grocery stores so that I can make sure that I get my produce at the place where I like the produce deals and then where I get my starches and my lean proteins and healthy fats, that kind of stuff, I get at another place or things I can't find at one spot, I hit up the other spot for that. So don't be afraid to go to a couple different places and figure out what place is going to have the best deals for the things that you eat in your daily diet? Next, shop the sales and buy produce in season. So when it comes to lean meats, typically I, I stick to chicken breast when it comes to my lunches. And then for dinners, we vary it. So we're, we'll shop the sales on fish or on leaner cuts of beef or buying a, whole, buying a couple whole chickens and putting them in the freezer when they go on sale. Uh, any like marked down meats when it's getting close to expiration, you can get some of those and, and cook those up or put them in your freezer. So make sure that you aren't just writing stuff on the list that you want to eat. And you get to the grocery store and it's way too expensive and you do it one week and then you're not able to do it after that because you just think it's way too expensive. Just go in with a plan and then be flexible depending on what the sales are. As for buying produce in season, uh, it tastes better, it's a lot cheaper, and you're probably going to uh, vary your diet a little bit when it comes to the types of vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients and things like that that you get from eating a variety of different colors of vegetables. So naturally, the way it, it goes is that you get a variety of produce if you shop in season because certain things grow at certain times and certain things don't. If you say that you're always gonna buy the same produce, you're gonna end up buying stuff that's like tasting pretty green, doesn't really have a lot of flavor, and is really expensive. So, buy produce in season, shop the sales. Make sure that you have a little bit of flexibility in that budget though to make sure that you are not just buying cheap food that doesn't have a lot of nutritional value. So. I make sure that I get my lean proteins, starches, healthy fats. 
uh, and if I have to spend a little bit extra money for those, I'm going to do that. And the things that I'll try to maybe lean towards, oh, I'll get that if it's on sale, is like salad dressings or, or sauces or marinades, spices, stuff like that that I can kind of vary in my diet a little bit. Like maybe this week I'll have taco seasoning on my chicken. Maybe next week I'll use a marinade depending on what's on sale. Be a little flexible there. And then if you have money left over in that budget, if you're going to splurge on something, I would suggest splurging on vegetables and fruits. So things that are they're still in season but might be a little bit more expensive, but something that you want to try or something you really like, go ahead and put that extra money out there because of the amount of fiber and vitamins and minerals that you're going to be getting from produce. So grocery shopping's done. Next, and this is a whole step in itself, you have got to block out time to prep your meals. This is tough if you have to uh, work over weekends or you're just really busy on the weekends because you work so much during the week, it is tough to block out that time to prep, but it's just like blocking out time for a workout. You've just got to do it. And it's going to take a little bit of time at first. I know people say that meal prepping takes way too long. And at first, honestly, it does because it's just, it'd be like if the first time you went into a gym and somebody gave you your warm up and your prehab and your workout and your cool down and you got to figure out what these exercises are by watching the videos uh this is a lot of people who do straight shot haven't seen some of these exercises that we do so they have to watch the videos and at first it takes you a little longer to complete the workout but after a while you get used to it and uh and it goes a lot faster meal prepping is the exact same thing it's going to take you some time at first i promise it's totally worth it you'll get faster at it you'll get more efficient you'll figure out little tricks here and there, which I'm going to share with you in a second here, that's going to help you do things a little bit faster. I have clients and myself that meal prep in about one to one and a half hours. Uh, other people really like taking the time to bake or cook lots of things. It takes them much longer, but they really enjoy it. Or they do it with their family, or they like to cook and bake and grill with their significant others. So uh, they're okay with taking a little more time. So it's really up to you. What time can you allot for this? But you've got to block that out. Every Sunday, I do my meal prepping. Unless I mean, something big comes up, I might do it on a Saturday, or if Monday's a holiday, I'll do it on a Monday. But typically, Sunday is my meal prep time, and I always block out two hours to prep meals. Typically, it takes me less, but I typically try to block that out just so I know that I have the time to do it. Okay, so now we're on to step three. This is prep time. We're actually going to cook the food and get it ready for the week. I usually start with my starches first. I eat a lot of sweet potatoes, I eat a lot of white potatoes, and they take time to cook. I usually like baking them just because of the texture and the taste, but recently I've started cooking them in a crock pot because it just saves so much time, and now that it's summer, I don't have to heat up the whole house with the oven being on. So I take my potatoes, I wash them, I dry them off, pierce them, wrap them in foil, put them in a crock pot, four and a half, five hours on high, or uh, eight, nine hours on low if you want to cook them overnight. Your potatoes are done, you just unwrap them out of the foil and they're good to go for the week. Uh, if you're gonna use rice, you can start that before you start all the rest of your cooking or use a rice cooker. Uh, typically, the starches are gonna take a little bit longer to cook. Uh, I have some clients that like big breads or make things like that that take a little bit of time. So you can get those started first and then move on to your other items that you're gonna prep for the week. But again, your things that you're going to be eating are things that you've shot for and hopefully you know the portions of them. So before you start cooking, make sure that you know what you're going to be eating 
each day and make sure that you're cooking enough so that you're not uh, stuck with no food on certain days or you cook way too much and you don't know what to do with all these extra potatoes. So figure that out in the beginning. Now, after I start those potatoes or start my rice or whatever I'm doing, I'm going to weigh out and marinate my chicken to grill or to bake later on, or I weigh out the chicken and cut it up into small pieces that I can cook in a pan with seasonings or some type of pan sauce. Uh, if the crock pot is free and I'm not using it for potatoes, uh, I'll do my chicken in the crock pot. It's pretty easy, just chicken breast in the crock pot, uh, a little bit of water to make sure they don't get dried out. You cook it for four, four and a half hours. You drain the chicken or all the broth off of that. And then, here's where it gets a little crazy, you take a blender, like a hand mixer, like that you would mix uh, cookie dough with or something, and you stick that down in the chicken breast and whirl it really quick. Not Don't overdo it. You don't want to have like uh, chicken pudding or something, but if you do it really quick, you sh immediately shred all that chicken. You don't have to stand there with a fork trying to shred it up. It shreds it really fast. Then you can use that shredded chicken later on for if you want to make tacos or chicken curry or put in quesadillas or add mayo and make chicken salads. A lot of stuff you can do with shredded chicken. So I sometimes will prep that for my meals, but my wife and I also... Uh, we're on the go a lot. Uh, we're pretty busy, so if we need a quick meal in the evenings, we can do shredded chicken on a salad or quesadillas or something really quick like that. And we have chicken that we put in the crock pot on like a Monday or something like that that we'll have for the rest of the week. Uh, or you can even cook it, freeze it, and then down the road when you need it, just pull out a bag of shredded chicken and uh, and microwave it, and then you're good to go there. So uh, crockpot chicken is a, is a lifesaver if you can start using that. So we've handled uh, the proteins, and I use chicken as a reference, but you can use whatever protein you want to in your diet. Uh, if you're going with a more vegetarian diet or more plant-based diet, and you're going to be doing beans or lentils or something like that, those cook kind of like starches. So I would maybe start this a little earlier. You can also do beans in a crock pot. I've done it before so that you don't have to uh, soak the beans overnight and then cook them the next day. You can do that all in a crock pot. If you just Google uh, crock pot uh, black beans, there's a couple cool recipes there. So uh, we've handled our proteins, handled our starches. Let's move on to the produce. I like using bags of frozen vegetables a lot for my meals, especially my lunches. Uh, so I throw these bags in the microwave, slightly undercook them, so they're basically just thaw, but they don't need to be hot. I don't want to cook them to death before I add them to my containers. And then I wash and chop up tons of fresh vegetables and fruit to have for meals and snacks throughout the week. Uh, you can also use this time to wash and freeze uh, berries or bananas. You don't need to wash bananas. Don't wash your bananas, just peel them. And cut them up, freeze them, and then use those for smoothies throughout the week. If you're gonna make your smoothies in the morning, you already have everything ready to go. You can just pull it out of the freezer and throw it into your blender and go that like that. So uh, you can do all that during your prep time. So it's not just food that you're gonna be cooking that day and then eating the rest of the week. You can also cut down some time so you have a little uh, less hectic of a morning getting stuff together if you do a little prep ahead of time, chopping that stuff up and then freezing it. So we've handled all the cooking. Depending on what you're cooking, you may have more or less to do than what I typically do. But really, I'm just doing my starches, my proteins, and then cutting up all the stuff that I'm gonna need for my snacks. I keep my diet pretty simple. It changes depending on what my training program looks like, how much I'm eating or how little I'm eating. 
but for the most part, I try to keep it pretty simple because I don't mind eating similar foods. And uh, when you think about the fact that some people just eat, well, I can eat a sandwich every day or I eat the same breakfast every day, people do that more than they think they do. But whenever you say that you're prepping meals for the whole week and they think, oh, you eat the same thing every day, they don't realize that they probably do too. It's just when you're looking at it all at once on a Sunday, it does look like, oh gosh, there's a lot of sweet potatoes I'm going to eat this week. But um, you can do it. I, I believe in you. So you've done your prep. Let's move on to portioning out everything and putting it in containers. This is step four. I weigh and measure my food. So if it's not already weighed before I cook it, like my chicken and my potatoes, I weigh those before I cook them. If it's not already cooked, sorry, if it's not already weighed before I cook it, I'll weigh it or use a measuring cup to put these appropriate portions in each one of my containers that I have for the week. Then I use different types of containers so I know what meals are for what days. That way I can vary my meals a little bit. Uh, but you could also label your containers. So if I have chicken curry and grilled chicken, and uh, they're with sweet potatoes and broccoli. Uh, so really just my protein is the only difference, but if I wanna switch it up, I'll just put them in different style containers so I can alternate which one I have each day. That's typically how I do it. If you are eating more on certain days around your training schedule, or you're eating less on certain days, if you're doing caloric cycling, which we can get into in the future sometime, that's another topic for another time, uh, you'll need to portion out your ingredients accordingly that way and then label the containers of, you know, if it's a high day, if it's a low day when it comes to your calories, high carb day, low carb day. If that's your diet, then you're gonna need to label your, your containers accordingly so that you don't get stuff mixed up. Then you need to make room in your fridge. Hopefully your wife is as patient as mine or husband or significant other is as patient as mine is because uh, she lets me uh, hog up the refrigerator, but it's just for one day because I have a mini fridge at work and I take all of my meals in a big cooler. Everybody makes fun of me walking in on Monday with this giant red cooler. Walk in, put my stuff in my mini fridge, and then I know there's my meals for the week. and I'm not going to have to eat out or uh, if they order pizza for lunch during a meeting, I already got my stuff. I already know what my calories are. So you can do that if you have a fridge at work or if you just want to make room for your fridge at home, you'll have everything ready to go and then you can just take your meals with you in a lunchbox whenever you go to work. So that's how I do my meal prep. But here's some quotes I got from some of my clients and some of my students in my kettlebell classes where they gave me a little insight into the way that they do their meal prep or their ideas with meal prepping. Uh, one of them said that their wife helps them with meal prepping by starting his meal prep, maybe marinating his chicken or something while he's working, and then he comes home and finishes it later. So there's a little tag team effort when it comes to meal prepping. Uh, another person said, I only prep grilled meats and I eat salads every day for lunches. I mean, that's keeping it simple. You're not having to do too much prep. You don't mind eating the same things every day. Of course, you can vary the dressings and the things that you put in your salad. Salads are pretty versatile. That's what makes them awesome. So that's a person who has a very uh, minimalist take on meal prepping, but it works for them. So it works. Uh, I have another person here. This is my buddy Chris. Chris says he has a rotation of his proteins, chicken, pork, and fish, so he doesn't get bored with what he eats. That's a solid plan there. So he has chicken. Uh, lean, whatever cut of pork he's using is probably pretty lean, and fish. So they all have similar macronutrient breakdown. The pork might have a little more fat, so he just adjusts his macros around that. 
Uh, again, we'll talk about exactly how to do that in the future. But this way, he is only having to eat chicken for lunches once every three weeks. That's a good way to vary it. It is a little more uh, labor-intensive when it comes to planning that out and making sure that you have like the right stuff with the right recipes on the right weeks. But once you get in the habit of that, that works out really well. Another person said, food is fuel. I don't mind eating the same thing over and over again. That's kind of my take on it as well. I don't. Food is very enjoyable. I, I love donuts. I like uh, the taste of food. But when it comes to like my lunches or my post-workout meals or even my breakfast, I'm really seeing this as food is fuel for my body to fuel my performance in life and in the gym. It's like putting gas in a car. It's something you need to have. If it tastes good, that's a plus. There are certain things that are treats and are enjoyable, and you definitely should enjoy those. But you also have to have a good relationship with food and know that it's there to to fuel your body. So if you don't mind eating the same thing over and over again, it really makes prepping simple. Now the person says, I don't like reheating food. So I chop and prep as much as I can so I can cook the rest of that meal the morning of. That's a solid way of doing it too. So some people don't like microwaving their food. They don't like the way it tastes. They don't like the texture. So if you can get as much as you can ready and then make the meal that morning or keep it simple and eat uh, salads and things like that and you're putting it together that morning, maybe you just cook a piece of chicken really quick uh, the morning of and then you eat a salad and a piece of grilled chicken and apple or something like that for lunch. Um, that's a solid way to put together your your diet. It just does take a lot of extra work every single day if you don't like reheating your food. Someone else said, I always make extra at dinner so I can have leftovers for lunch the next day. That's good. That's another way to do it where you don't actually have to do any meal prepping, but you still have to plan out how much you're going to be cooking at each dinner so that you know that you're going to have extra for the next day. And since dinners can vary depending on... uh, what you're making and what the calorie breakdown of that is, um, you do have to have a little bit of an idea of what you're going to be getting. Because if you have like lasagna for dinner one night with tons of tons of cheese and and meat sauce in it, and it's kind of a heavier dinner, and then the next night you have uh, salads or something like that, your leftovers are going to be vastly different in their breakdown. So caloric management-wise, that's not always the best way to do it. But just so that you're taking something to work with you and you're not just grabbing like muffins out of the vending machine or you're not just running to a fast food place or uh, ordering lunch with everybody else and spending a lot of money on probably not so great food by eating out, that is a good strategy to do that. So that might be like a step in between eating out all the time and actually doing meal prepping is that just start with leftovers. Take your leftovers to work with you the next day just so that you can um, know what you're eating and have a better uh, have better portion control with it. So I want to finish up here with three common complaints and some solutions to these so that if you fall into one of these categories of, of complaints about meal prepping that make you not want to do it, hopefully I can try to persuade you really quick here with some solutions to those those problems that you have with meal prepping. So complaint number one is I don't have time. That's not, I get that the most. I do not have time to meal prep. It takes way too long. My solution to this is simplify your menu. Keep it real simple. Use crock pots and rice cookers so you can cook stuff while you're doing other things. Uh, I, I put my potatoes in the crock pot and I go mow the lawn and, and weed our garden. 
it's it's pretty simple if you plan for what your meals are going to be and keep it simple. Then I would say audit your weekend and look at where you are spending a lot of time on Facebook or watching Netflix or relaxation is awesome. You need to have that. You need to have that balance of, of work and relaxing. But you also need to balance your diet correctly and you need to maybe take some of that time that you spend chilling on your phone or watching Netflix and walk over and put that stuff in the crock pot and put the rice in that rice cooker and throw those chicken breasts into the oven and just make that part of that routine of hanging out. Uh, meal prepping isn't s- stressful for me anymore because I do other things while I'm doing it. The only stressful thing is making sure that I block out that time on a Sunday if there's a lot of stuff going on. But again, you have to make that time to make that diet work for you. Complaint number two is I don't want to eat the same thing every day. My solution to that is then don't eat the same thing every day. You don't have to. I vary the flavors of the marinades I use on my chicken breast or whatever I'm cooking that week. I vary the seasonings. You can take rice and mix it with other ingredients, make a totally different meal. You can eat different vegetables. You can do a different protein and starch combo. You can do a different protein, vegetable, starch, and fruit combo. I mean, do whatever you're macros and your calories are, you you can have endless options of putting things together just as long as it's not taking you way too much time. So complaint two has a little bit to do with complaint one. If you don't have the time, you need to make the time, but also if you don't eat the same thing every day, it may take you longer to prep. So kind of weigh out which one of those complaints means more to you. Uh, If you want to save time, eat the same thing every day. If you have a little bit more time, go ahead and vary it and plan out a lot of variance in that uh, weekly diet for yourself. But when you think about it, most people wouldn't think twice about eating a sandwich every day or eating the same breakfast every day. But for some reason, when it comes to prepping your meals and seeing it at the beginning of the week, it's different. I'm not sure why, but people tend to have a different idea of what's normal in a day to eat. If somebody ate bacon and eggs every morning for breakfast for seven years, they wouldn't bat an eye at it. But as soon as you say, hey, I want you to eat grilled chicken, sweet potatoes, and steamed broccoli for every lunch this week, they'd be like, oh my gosh, no, no, I can't eat the same thing every day. So uh, maybe look at what you're doing and, and try it out. Uh, and if you don't like it, then go ahead and try to, to build in some variance that way. But also, if you prep your lunches and your snacks, and they're the same thing every day throughout the week, and you still vary your dinners and you vary your other snacks, it still ends up being a lot of variance throughout the week. And this is the thing that I do. I eat the same snacks and lunches for the most part. I might vary the flavors, the main ingredients. Uh, depending on what my current diet is, the portions may be different. But my dinners are always different every night depending on what my lovely wife Rachel makes that evening or I do a lot more cooking on the weekends for us both. So I'll cook different things and my weekend diet is similar in calories but looks very different to the way that I prep my meals during the week. So that's how you get around not eating the same thing every day. Third complaint here is I don't want to eat six day old food. My solution is dude me neither. I don't want to eat six day old food. Some people are okay with it. I don't like the texture. I don't like having meat sitting in a refrigerator for six days uh, just from a food safety standpoint. So I freeze half of my meals and then I get them out halfway through the week and I eat those 
Thursday through Saturday. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday is what I pack in that big red cooler that I take with me to work. The rest of my meals are in the freezer at home. On a Wednesday morning, I take those frozen meals, put them in my big red cooler, bring it into work, and I put those in my mini fridge. And they're thawed out, at least most of the way thawed out by Thursday. And then that's what I eat Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, if you want to, you could also maybe prep twice. That's the other option I've heard that some people have done where they, on a Sunday, will prep all the way to Wednesday. And Wednesday evening, they have a little time, so they'll go ahead and prep their chicken for the rest of the week. Um, it's mainly with meats. Starches do a little better holding up for a whole week. Um, cooked vegetables really don't. They start to get a little weird by the end of the week. Uh, don't freeze white potatoes. I found that out the hard way a while back. Sweet potatoes are okay, but white potatoes are horrible when you, when you freeze them and try to reheat them. They just get like really spongy and then like water all over the place. It's just gross. Uh, but meats are the main thing you need to, to watch out for. Seven-day-old meat gets a little, a little sketchy um, just because of the bacteria that can be in there. So I would suggest freezing it unless you're going to do a midweek prep with that. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to do so. If you have an extra second that you can leave us a rating on iTunes, that would be amazing. And if you have any questions about meal prepping, about the Straight Shot program, uh, anything fitness related in general, who knows, maybe your question will end up on one of these uh, topics that we go into uh, here on the podcast. If you want to get a hold of me, you can message me on Facebook or Instagram. Just use the handle at Straight Shot Training. And please check out straightshottraining.com and consider signing up for a subscription to our program so you can join uh, the awesome crew that I have currently doing these workouts. So good luck with the meal prepping this week and have a great week, everybody.